Yeah, we in the motherfucking house. Ground and pound. Ground and pound. Ground and pound. my G. What it do, man? You know what it is. It's another Friday. Yes, sir. Starting a ground and pound weekend just right. We out here. No. Little uh, Malibu y'all flowing. Little Malibu. Mix the goose at Malibu and call it Malibu y'all. That mean? Goddamn. I, know, I, oh, it's I know what you mean. Stop. Well, it's not quite. We were saying, should we rename it or keep it Malibu y'all? Because it's Malibu, but not goose. Like um, Kanye said, we decided to go with Summer Culotta Syrah. Yeah. With the Malibu, and it's got a little pina colada kind of, you know what I mean? Sort of feel with it, you know what I mean? But it's so still we, vodka and Malibu, though. It, it's just the next level. Exactly, exactly, exactly. In Malibu, y'all, though, I was out in Vegas and uh, kind of uh, forgot where the fuck I was that night, you know? Like, we tried to get back to the same casino because I won some money that night. I won, like, five, 600, you know? Yeah. But uh, we couldn't find it for shit. And, uh, yeah. That's how it was. Which casino did you win the money at? That's what I'm saying, bro. I had no idea. We was on the strip, on the the old strip. We was at the um, near the Golden Nugget, uh, you know, the smaller strip. Yeah. Um, and the next day, we're like, "Yo, let's go back to that same spot." And we literally like went in like all the casinos up and down that bitch. And I'm like, "Were we in an alternate universe last night? Like, how fucked up were we?" I know what the problem is, bro. I know what the problem is. Yeah, what's that? You should have got fucked up on the Malibu Yow the next day. Then you would have found a motherfucker. I ain't even think of that, bro. I dead ass <laughs> didn't even think of that. Put yourself that was missing. Put yourself back in the mindset. See, the Malibu Yow was the GPS, and you just you didn't no. have the GPS on you. That's all right, because next oh. round you gonna be with me and help motherfuckers get shit under control. Yeah, you know that. I mean, that's how you get the party started. Because you usually, and plus, you usually do be a tad bit more sober than me to help. The, except for that time you passed out, kind of, and you know we got the you you know yeah yeah yeah. You know? I mean, it happens. But that was, it happens to the best of us. But that was a fun ass fucking night though. Yeah, I mean, it happens. we had a good good ground and pound fucking time. Yeah. Like uh, Tom Brady's having right now. He's having a good fucking ground and pound fucking time. He's probably um, shooting a, a more reality shows. Um, Tom versus Time. Yeah, and he's and he's fucking doing fucking Red Bull commercials, fucking shooting footballs on a yacht in Italy and fucking all sorts of cool shit. Yeah, I mean, fuck me camp. I'm Tom Brady, bitch. Yeah, it kind of fucked Tom Brady, too, because, like, does he not have, like, the fucking damn near, like, most perfect life you ever see? Like, you know what I mean? Fuck out of here. Like, you got a super bottle wife. You're, like, the greatest quarterback ever. You get paid. Not only are you in Italy throwing footballs off a yacht, right? You're getting yeah. paid. Like, all-expense paid trip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw the shit. And getting paid to fucking throw the football on the shit. Like, fuck yeah. you, Tom Brady. I mean, he, he lives a good life. But you, you know there's, like, a lot of quarterbacks that make more money than Tom Brady right now? Yeah, he has, he has took took in that pay cut, um, you know, for the betterment of that team. 
a yeah. lot of fucking and, and I feel like now that he's seeing like Matt Ryan get paid like uh, way more money than him and Kirk Cousins, he's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, I, this is the thing. He's seen people get paid more than him for the longest. I think he's really pissed and carrying this shit on and why he's not reporting because he's like, yo, the fact that I took less and did all this shit and, and Belichick's going to treat me of all people like all the rest of the Patriots, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't lawyer, Lemoyer, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, me, which, it, it, like, it, it, I feel like he feels like, of course, that's been his way. Like, people say, you know, yeah. that's just how he is. Cool, but if that, then I should have been like everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, I should have just give me my fucking money, what I, what the market value is. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? I, I gave in, so shit, I, I deserve that fucking respect. So, I'm that, kind of that, and I like I take less money so you guys can you know build a better team. And you, you traded Brandon Cooks, you ain't paying Gronk. Gronk ain't in camp either. He's mad that he ain't yeah. getting chopped. Yeah, because he's looking at Sammy Watkins getting paid like sixteen million a season, and he's like, I'm way better than Sammy Watkins. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck was that about? But yeah, carry on. We'll talk about that further later. <laughs> and and then Julio in Atlanta saying, yeah, I, I play the same position as Sammy Watkins. I should be getting paid more than him, too. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I know he's holding out. I don't know the details of his deal, but Sammy Watkins is making more than Julio Jones right now? Yeah. That's what you just told me. Yeah. It's kind of like, remember a couple years ago in the NBA when, like, that new CBA came out or whatever, and, like, contracts went through the roof? Yeah, and like if, Chandler Parsons was getting yeah. like, you know. And like, if you was like somebody who signed a year too early and you're like, damn, I missed out on lots of chop. That's what's going on with Julio Jones. Yeah. He like, damn, I missed out on like, I'm doing some calculations. A, he's in the last year of his deal. And I think, I think it's only like after next year, like no more guaranteed money. So he yeah. he wants some more guaranteed money, or he he could be like you know Des Bryant out there. Exactly, especially with his injury history, he's all, he's at a yeah. he's not the most durable, and he's getting up there in age. So he's trying to get yeah. like that one more big payday, mm-hmm. and then he sees all these like average receivers like making big shop, and he's like, I'm one of the best in the game. Give me my money. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm exactly. I'm not coming to your little mandatory mini camp. Fuck you guys. Fuck your mini camp, motherfucker. Roll Tide. Fucking big Julio, nigga. He's a beast. He is. Um, Who else is holding out? Uh, Khalil Mack. Yep. And I think Earl Thomas. Um, Yep. He's looking at getting traded. Um, And Aaron Aaron Donald for the Rams. Oh, yeah. He's like, like, I'm only making like, I think he's making $7 million this year. some, Some ridiculously low number. Yeah, and he's like, I, y'all just gave Indominus Sue, who, who plays the same position as me, like what fourteen million, and I'm better than him. Yeah, it wasn't. Didn't he hold out for a little bit last year, Arnold too, or was it somebody else? Yeah, he did. Year? He did. Yeah, he's still, he's so. on that rookie deal, and he's like, yo, y'all need to restructure my deal. Like, I'm like the best defensive player in football right now. Yeah, I need to do that like ASAP. I think they do though. They they don't seem to have too many other big money players, especially with letting uh, uh, Sammy Watkins go. And uh, I think they got to keep that defense, which has been their calling card. They got to, you know, uh, put some stock in that over the next two years. And, uh, you know, go- before they have to pay golf, if he still continues trending upward. And, yeah. Uh, 
Gurley's probably coming up. Yeah, Gurley's coming up. All, all yeah, the offense is coming up. Um, they, they, Marcus Peters, who they traded for, be coming up. Yeah. So let me ask you this: you because you were saying you think Earl Thomas is headed towards you know getting traded, which I kind of think so too, because they kind of seem to be in a kind of rebuilding phase. Oh yeah, they're definitely uh, rebuilding in, in Seattle. Um, what do you think about Julio? Does it does Atlanta give up, give in to give them more dough? Because they could seem like they can invest some more money in their D too. You know, I, I think I think they're going to come to some sort of agreement. Yeah, Atlanta's not stupid. Yeah, he kind of is the like the franchise. I, I know. Yeah, Matt Ryan is to a degree your franchise quarterback, but. I mean, Julio's, he's, he's the, that's who I think of when I think of the Falcons. Yeah. He's, he's the guy there and they yeah. need to pay him like he's the guy. He just saw Matt Ryan get some choppy. For sure. And Matt Ryan wasn't even due to get choppy. Matt Ryan just got choppy. So y'all can, yeah. y'all can break the rules for him. You could break the rules for me. For sure. <laughs> Give him my money. For sure. You know, but I, I can't wait to see uh, once they get like training camp going. I have a feeling Brady's going to be in training camp. Gronk's going to be there. Yeah. I think the Darnold's still not going to be there. <laughs> I this is the thing, though. I'm interested to see how the Patriots thing works out. Tom, Tom's, I feel like, is going to be there. I feel like, yo, they might trade Gronk. And they might could. I mean, I was thinking about this when they won last year, the, the year before Super Bowl against Atlanta without him. Yeah. And, you know, they won the conference championship without them. They won the Jacksonville game without them primarily. Like, you know, his he hasn't been the most durable from the way he plays, you know what I mean? So they've, they've won a lot without him. So if anybody is replaceable on the team, I, as dynamic of a piece he is, you know what I mean? Especially for somebody else that's just a, on the cuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, but but what is what is what is fair value for for Gronk? It, it's it's so hard to say because like again, I think it depends on he's the who, greatest tight end who, ever play. I think. Yeah, he's he's if not, he's he's definitely top two or three. If he's if he's not the greatest, he has the highest ceiling of any tight end I've ever seen. Yeah. But he's getting up there age two, I think. What he's thirty now, thirty, thirty-one. I think he's twenty-nine or thirty, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Earl Thomas are the same age. I think they're both twenty-nine, about to be thirty. Yeah. But I I, I like Gronk though. Don't get me wrong, too. I fuck with him on on and off the field. He yeah. seems like a fucking fucking riot. Like but, I, I'm. Uh, they don't have a lot of weapons in, in New England right now on offense. Yeah, I didn't get the Brandon Cooks move move either. Like um. I mean, I understood, I understood it because he was about to come up. Like, he's about to come up. I think he's in his fifth year, his rookie deal about to end. So, you got to give him some money now. Yeah. And your defense is god-awful, like terrible. Yeah, they've, they've gone down the drain. You just lost your starting left tackle in free agency, went to the Giants, and they sold her. Yep. So, you need, you need to get more young blood on offense and defense. Yeah, so, I believe uh, Soldier too got into a fight uh, this week too in the uh, training camp. Yes, yeah. the story about it. Yeah, I mean he's probably in there fucking some shit up because that's what he does. Yeah, get get the motherfuckers in line. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they needed some young blood on both sides of the ball, so it's like, hey, 
we don't really want to give Brandon Cooks like 15 million a season, do we? No. Yeah, I don't think they can afford that. Yeah. Not even can they afford that. Do you do you think Brandon Cooks is a 15 million a year kind of guy? I don't. Yeah, nah, he's too he's too I don't want to say he's too little because I mean look at Antonio Brown, but he's not Antonio Brown. He's not Antonio Brown. Fucking admiration, yeah. But yeah, I'd probably pay some at ten to twelve. Yeah, he's 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 like a fifteenth best receiver in football, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I like him though. He can really blow the top off. Yeah, I mean, like definitely, I I like him. And now he's in uh, where's he in uh, with the Rams now? Yeah. They kind of re- they replaced uh, Sammy Watkins with <laughs> Brandon Cooks. Yeah, they let Tavon go finally too. I think he's in Dallas now. Well, yeah, I mean they had to do. I mean he's not good at football. Yeah, yeah. I and, mean he's good at what he's good for, which is just some packages. But I feel like too when certain players are only good for packages, I feel like people start to know what's going to happen when they're in the game, or yeah. potentially what could happen. Well. So- Tavon Austin's biggest issue is he's a running back. Yeah, little one. A little yeah. running back. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's his issue. <laughs> he can't get separation as a receiver. He's just a guy that you can throw the ball to and do sweeps with. Like, okay, how many how many plays how many sweeps are you running? Yeah. With Tavon Austin. Yeah. Especially when we got you know last year Todd Gurley and this year Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, probably not that many. Yeah, he's a nice. I was tight. I I drafted him in fantasy, like uh, when he uh, coming out of college, out of West Virginia, right? Yeah. Don't worry. Everyone made that same mistake of drafting uh, Tavon Austin or picking him off waivers at least once in fantasy. Okay. And and like yeah, you just like I mean, if, if you got the if you pick him up in the right week or just be ballsy yeah. enough to keep him in your lineup, you'll get that one game. Yeah, a couple years ago, he'd, he'd give you like he had like. Once every three or four weeks, he'd have, like, a touchdown and maybe have, like, a return for a touchdown, too, and have, like, a monster game. You, you couldn't pick him, though. Yeah. You have no idea when yeah. those games are, games are coming. Yeah. Oh, Austin. Horrible. It's horrible. I can't wait till we get into this uh, uh, that this year with the fantasy because I know you're more of a fantasy savant. I kind of, you know. Go to you for advice. You, you know, before we was doing podcasts, you had fucking draft boards and shit. You be into that motherfucker, like you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I do draft boards for like every every kind of draft there is, like, cause I, uh, I love drafts. Yeah, I love building teams, Ace. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. You, we gonna get you that GM job one day. Watch that. Yeah, watch that. They ain't, and they ain't I'm ready gonna be. You don't forget too. You said you put. I'm um head of scouts, and two. I want dual titles. I need to be in charge of the cheerleading team. Um, uh, I, I, I believe I they're not cheerleaders team. in the NBA. I believe they're dancers, sir. Yeah, yeah, the dance team, all of them. I mean, in fact, I'm bringing them back. They about to be cheer cheerleaders on our goddamn team. That's what the fuck y'all is. Y'all goddamn cheerleaders and y'all dance too. The goddamn shit. I'm bringing the pom poms back. We going fucking retro, man. Yeah, you know I'm saying. You're going retro. Are you bringing yeah. the, the like the little retro shorts back as well? Shit, some people are already doing that shit. Like Jalen Brown fucking frustrates me with that. Hey, let me just talk about that since you just brought that up. It annoys the shit out of me when the guys wear little shorts. Like for one, yeah, you got on compression fucking leggings, so. 
it just looks stupid as fuck. You got these little ass shorts on, but like, yeah. it's not for more freedom or cooler legs because you got on fucking damn their stockings out this shit. Like, and then yeah. no shade, no shade. You know, I think it is like Pride Weekend or Week or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout to all my gay people, my lesbian people. No shade, but I mean, I just have to question why you want more of your legs out and smaller shorts on a basketball court with a bunch of other sweaty guys. I, that just that that question comes to mind when I see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got some explaining to do. Maybe it's less restrictive. For his movements. Could be, but, like, come on with it, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've been playing basketball forever. Maybe that's just how he feels comfortable. I don't know. Maybe that's how he always played ball. And then now, too, maybe. But, like, you're disrespecting the Fab Five, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they ushered in the error. They took all the scrutiny and shit. You know what I'm saying? So that we didn't have to look like John Stockton and shit anymore. And, like, play basketball in our fucking underwear. Yeah. You know what but, I mean? Apparently, wanna... apparently, he he grew up hard, and he couldn't afford, like, real shorts. So he played in his underwear, and now he's accustomed to it. That could be. So I need to fucking, yeah. I'm, so I'm going to try not to be his judgmental. I'm going to give him a break. You know what I'm saying? Go go ahead. Wear your shorts as little you know, as You know, could afford the Jordans, you know I mean? but she couldn't afford the real basketball shorts too, bro. Right. So you got on the Jays with the Fruit of Balloons out there. Yeah. I don't know. Jalen Brown probably had tidy whities though. He probably even had briefs because them fucking, them short, it was a player on SU2 that was like that this year. Fucking more like with the fucking little ass shorts. You know who I'm talking about. Like, bro, why are your shorts like five inches shorter than everybody else? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 me personally, I like the longer shorts. Yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to be like, you know, the extra hood dude where my shorts then there might as well be jeans and just or capris. to my ankles. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sort of shit. Yeah, but give me some knee length. Yeah, definitely. Give me some knee length. We got some other like news and notes from the association as well besides Jalen Brown shorts. Um, the Raptors got a new coach. Yeah, who's the Raptors new coach? I didn't get to see that. Um, he was the assistant for the Raptors this year. His name is Nick Nurse. Yes, his last name is Nurse. Oh, I did see that because I remember saying that doesn't seem like the name of a person that's very good coach or very good at basketball, period. Like, yeah. that name sounds like you are soft as shit. Like, your name's Nick Nurse, bro? Yeah, apparently, he's, he's got a really good uh, basketball mind. He uh, was in the D-League a couple years ago, Coach Houston's D-League team, and he kind of brought nurse. about that uh, that three and layup dunk. Like, he said no, nothing but threes and dunks and free throws. That was his coaching philosophy. So he's going to try to help get the uh, uh, Rosen out of the mid-range game, I guess? He was the one who pushed him to take more threes last season, too. He was the, yeah, he- the coach that worked with him. And yeah, practice. he did take more. He did take more, and he, he um he looked a little better shooting him. Yeah, you know I mean, he still wasn't like good, you know, percentage yeah. wise. But um, I could see the growth there. Really, he, uh, he just has to get them to play better defense against people like LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> yo, honestly though, man, and it's crazy. With I guess we're gonna have to touch back on this just a tad, like. 
I really feel like it's something with LeBron's psyche when he feels like he, you know, like the smell blood type of shit. Like that series, like I like sometimes it was I felt like they were playing great defense on him. They were pushing him left. They were doing different things that you'd want to do, but it was like he was in that mode, like with some of the greats, where it's like, bro, like there's nothing that you could do with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the game winner, like, you want to push LeBron left, right? That's what the fucking scouting report would tell you. Push him left, right? Yeah. Fucking push him left, cut off the angle he wants to get, and he fucking pulls a float away out his ass you've never seen before. Like, That's what true. the fuck is that? I'm going to throw out another suggestion, right? Yeah. You know the time was winding down. Why, why is he only single covered? True that. You know, just like they could try little things like to switch it up. Like they were like, hey, you just guard them. You got it. <laughs> yeah, because I think what they seen, what people were trying to copy, how Indiana almost beat them was like they were on the philosophy for the most part. And his, the rest of his team was sucking ass, too, in that series that we're going to let him do his thing. He's probably going to get 40. And you know what I mean, but we're not going to let these other guys get loose and you know I mean get a rhythm from getting open shots. So but they, Corver, I remember like looking at the sets, Corver and K Love were killing the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, they did because that's what I mean. Like they were going off of the Indiana series going seven games. Yeah. And I mean his his team Corver and Corver played the best out, out of his teammates in that Indiana series. But um for the most part like K Love got banged up. And series, he was playing with a torn uh, ligament in his thumb and his shoe hand yeah. to begin with. Then he, uh, you know, banged up his short ankle. He was all kind of banged up. And, um, yeah, they they just – nobody else uh, – J.R. was playing more like he's playing in the finals. Like, he had a couple donuts. Like, yeah. th- he really wasn't getting anything. And that was Indiana's philosophy. You know it's a copycat league. So, being that they almost beat him doing that, you know what I mean? I think that's the approach that they they tried to take, but the teammates came to fucking play that series and fucking because they carried LeBron. Didn't he admitted he didn't have the best game one like by his standards? He still had like twenty nine and damn near a triple double. It's not yeah. a triple double, but he didn't shoot the best from the field and different stuff and different shit. And uh, yeah, they was holding it down and you know they won in the overtime, but. Yeah, I, 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 we're gonna see how Coach Nurse does. I'm just, I'm not Coach very Nurse. optimistic. I did see that Casey, Dwayne Casey, is the new um, coach in, uh, for the Pistons, and they got a, a what the fuck roster in Detroit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Like, what the fuck but are you supposed to do with that? I don't. Know. I think in the East, though, they could probably still make the fucking. They could make the playoffs with some good coaching. Um, Griffin's a good player. He's not superstar like franchise leads you to a championship, but I mean, I mean, could they make the playoffs? I mean, they could be what the seventh or eighth seed. Yeah, probably as far as six. Okay. I, I, I yeah. Do they still have Reggie Jackson? Yeah, they do. He's he's there. So, you know, um, maybe with the other offensive weapon with Griffin. It seems like they're going to have some of the same issues, though, that the Clippers had to where it's like, how do you stretch the defense or the post, you know what I'm saying, with two kind of post centers? Yeah, and and you defensively, like Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond, there's a lot of matchups they're going to be really bad in. 
Yeah. Especially since I, I'm, I've never been a big fan of Blake Griffin as a defensive player, kind of at all. Yeah. And yeah, but uh, best and, of luck to you, Dwayne Casey. Yeah, and I, I heard other people talking about the movement and like, you know, if he can get this or that out of Blake Griffin, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I mean, I I think Dwayne Casey is a good coach, but I don't think, and I don't think Doc Rivers is the greatest coach, but I think he's better than Dwayne Casey. And if Doc couldn't get it out of him. I don't know what you're going to, especially when it comes to like motivating, you know what I mean? I feel like that's Doc's forte. So, I mean, if Doc can't get something about you, yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck Casey's going to do. The, he's going to have to be a playmaker. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the fucking man out there. He is the man out there. Yeah. It, yo, it's, it's got to suck, though, to have the fucking best record in the conference, though, and get fired. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you just say it out loud initially, it doesn't really fucking, like, make sense. Like, yo, I had the best record in the conference, in the Easter conference, one coach of the year, and I got fired. Yeah. Because of fucking LeBron. But he's probably thinking, well, at least I'm not Brian Colangelo. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah, could be worse. Yeah. No one knows about Dwayne Casey's uh, burner account yet. Yeah, I, I you know I you know I bet you he goes in on fucking LeBron on fucking his burner accounts. He fucking has to hate LeBron. Like, he, he, might, he got me fired. He might just be going in on those um, <laughs> jelly cream DeRozans. Oh yeah, especially now. You know what I mean? He's like, I never liked y'all soft ass anyway. Yeah, motherfuckers was way too sweet, too rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like buttercream DeRozans. Fuck that. Them shits is for kids. Yeah. The buttercream to Rosens, he's he's just downplaying them all day. And they got they got eight by LeBron's hand, LeBron's hands, LeBron's hands. At Bron's hands, I mean that's crazy, bro. Yeah, that that shit has been getting the uh, uh, Bron's hand has been getting a lot of fucking uh, news. Been getting a lot of fucking shine this week. It's been a big fucking topic of discussion. I mean, it's probably the most important hands in the business, right? Yeah, and where this hand uh, decides to ink its fucking next contract, which um, I'm I'm fucking hey, yo. I, I mean, I'm trying not to get too optimistic about this potential, you know, for this big letdown. But I mean, yo, I mean. It's full on, like, damn near fucking hard on when I think about fucking, like, LeBron and Paul George back in the Lakers and fucking, I mean, I know the expectations are through the roof, like, championship, you know, all that, but, yo, just the fact that we're back relevant again, I'm I'm fucking elated. So, what you're saying is, um, if they end up not getting LeBron or Paul George and just give a whole bunch of money to like the Marcus Cousins is gonna be totally a letdown. Yeah, it, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna be fucking sad. But I mean, if they if they got the Marcus Cousins, I won't be as sad as when they dumped a whole bunch of money in the Moscow and dang, you know what I mean? Like, but at the time, people were saying those those are good signings. Who, who said that? Who, were, who the fuck? Especially said that Lou Aldang. People, because people thought Lou Aldang could still play. There was because he played well in Miami that year. 
there were people that were like, oh, well, dang, yeah, he's he's a he's a veteran. But for that much money, yo, I want to know who who thought that was a good idea. Um, but like, I mean, obviously, Mitch Kupchak and Jim Buss, I guess, thought it was a good. They, idea. they thought it was a great idea. They they were like, let's do this. Let's save our jobs. And they needed the shit slapped out of them. And then whoever else, like, yes, man, that shit needs the shit slapped out of them. Yeah. But it's Fan Friday, bro. Fan Friday. And at Bronze Hands, it's coming for a circle now. They want to know, why is Kevin Durant being compared to LeBron in 2010 when he went to the Heat? Yo, because I feel like, I mean, there's got to be some people on the KD side, or maybe they're just partially LeBron haters, so it helps, you know what I mean, them with their narrative. But I feel like the shits is like, I I, fuck, they're they're nothing alike. I fucking can't stand it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the heat that KD's taking, I feel like, is well-deserved. Like, I feel like LeBron didn't want to be, KG or Allen Iverson, <clears throat> you know, where you remain loyal to this one team and you want to stay there and the fans and this, that, and the third. And they can never really build or put the right fucking pieces behind you. You know what I'm saying? So, it, but the history books aren't going to say that. They're just going to say, oh, you got one ring or you didn't get any rings or whatever the case may be. You know what especially, I mean? Especially t- t- nowadays, yeah. It, it, exactly. And and it really all the all the time, you know, Ewing and all of them, they seem to they're they're great players, recognized for their greatness, but they still kind of sit at a different table, like the best without a ring type of table. You know what I mean? Yeah, Charles Barkley, so, he's at that table. If you look back at NBA history, just honestly, there's probably two teams or not that many that win with one, say, superstar Hall of Fame-level player. They usually have two to three. You know what I mean? That's just how the fuck it goes down. Like, period. Like, go back. You probably could, you know, the Pistons. And then who? You know what I mean? So, that's just how it goes. That's what he had to do. So, he goes and fucking teams up with Miami, who was the sixth seed, I believe, in the playoffs the previous year. Like, barely fucking 500. I don't know, was Toronto in the playoffs with Chris Bosh that last year? I don't think they were. If they was, they were like the eighth seed or something. They weren't. You know what I mean? So you guys go team up in Miami. You're the MVP. You know, Dwayne Wade was arguably top five or what have you. But He's top I five player, some, in my opinion. I put some stake in, in MVPs, though. That means you were regarded as the best player, though, in the league for that year. You know what I mean? So KD on the opposite end, and 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 the Heat hadn't won a championship with that current roster. Like the, the last time they won a championship, yeah, you know I mean, like that the championship was old. These motherfuckers just beat you when you just was down three one. So that's number one on the whole shit with KD, and then bro, they won seventy three and nine without you. Yeah. Can we can we say the same thing about the Heat? Did they have a big three already of three all-stars that LeBron went and joined? That they were like a record-breaking team that was one in pretty much most people think without the Draymond Green suspension, they would have been two-time fucking back-to-back champions. Let me ask you this. Like, Let me ask you this. So are you trying to say that 
Durant has been better at picking a team to help win championships than LeBron has been? Nah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, like, the wholeness of the KD move, like, it shouldn't be put in the same regard as Bron because I'm sure if Bron wanted to, like, fuck the salary cap, if somebody, like, of that caliber wants to come, you'll make it work. Like, he didn't go join the Celtics, though. You know what I mean? If anything, he built, joined another team and, like, yo, we're going to fucking beat them. You know what I mean? Like, KD ain't go to Utah, like, yo, we're going to take the Warriors down. I need help taking the Warriors down. I can't do it with this current team. That wasn't the situation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? Whoa. No one, first, no one signs free agent contracts to Utah. Like, no one does that. Yeah. I mean, well, let's say Houston or even the yeah. Clippers. Like, you know I mean? he could have joined the Clippers. And, and had a big three and tried to take the Warriors down. Yeah. Would have been more respectable. Let me ask you this, too. Who on LeBron's team in Cleveland the first round was of Westbrook's caliber? At, at that current in their career, nobody. Exactly. Um, as far as the big man goes, was the remnants of Ogowskis and Verzhal better than Steven Adams? Like, that Oklahoma City roster I think, that he left. I think Verzhal, at that time, because he was healthy, was kind of Steven Adams adjacent Because he could switch, and he was a good rebounder, set great screens. Like, he was Steven Adams adjacent Yeah, but Steven Adams, I think, is better. He's a lot bigger, like seven feet. He's, he's definitely bigger and longer, but I'm saying, like, Verzhal was at least Steven Adams and Jace. Yeah, so, you know I mean, you pretty much had, yeah, okay, Bron and uh, uh, Steven Adams equal, and some role players again. Like, I feel like KD's real mindset was that we probably won't beat the Warriors, but even if we do, we're not going to beat LeBron. So the chances of me getting a ring are slim to none because I don't – you know, and so he goes to their 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 team and it's like, you know, it's definitely going to be easy for me here. You know what I mean? And and everybody's seeing it, too. Like you seeing it the night of you're like their celebration don't even look like normal celebration. It's just you know what I mean, it's like, yeah, y'all happy. But like, y'all know, like this shit kind of feel cheap. You know what I mean? I, th- I think that the parade, they celebrated a little bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, you wish your fans, you hyped up, you probably been sauced up since like eight in the morning. Some of them do. You gotta remember, like, they're also partying in Cleveland, like, you're on enemy territory. Yeah, but I just thought, I don't know. I, I, Steve I, Kerr I told this great weird, story. Though, Steve Kerr told this great story of 2015 when they won in Cleveland the first time, mm-hmm. and how um, Clay Thompson uh, didn't want to take his jersey off after the game and wanted to go to some. I think he said it was Hortons or some like steakhouse that they, they, they the whole team went to in Cleveland to celebrate. He wanted to keep his jersey on, and they were like, "No, Clay, you can't do that." <laughs> like, bros, you trying to make it out of Cleveland? Yeah. <laughs> These motherfuckers is crazy. Yeah, I mean, you can't be doing that, bro. But you know, they're not quite Philadelphia, but they're they're up in that. You know, mix. Clay being Clay, he's just kind of like, "What? What do you mean I can't do that?" <laughs> because Philly would straight throw batteries at you. Like, they, they're fucking ruthless. I think they want to throw knives at them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you um, don't, you don't want to get down like that. You don't want to get down like that. But, um, I feel like, I feel like basketball wise, everything you're saying is 100% accurate. 
Yeah, so that's why I feel like don't say LeBron but, started this and now it's his own thing. Like he started, I, I, I guess, I do the, feel the like superstars. I do feel like he started what's kind of going on in the NBA, where it's, players are taking where they want to go and just going. Like he he did, he did, and I agree with that. But he still had the wherewithal to know, like even then, like yo. I mean, how bad would he would have got if he would have went, like, maybe even to the Lakers and teamed up with Kobe? Like, nah, I, I don't know, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The, the, the thing like, is, like, I, I don't I even know if Kobe would have accepted him even then. Like, Kobe doesn't seem like that type of guy. Like, nah, bro, I don't, I don't need you, bro. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Like, it just, it just lacked all competitiveness to me. Like, like it, it just, they don't seem, they stop at there as far as LeBron started the trend of players taking it to their own destiny. You choosing to make your destiny riding these dudes' coattails. Not, not, he's not riding his coattails because he, he's the best player on their team. Yeah, but, like, in a sense, like, yo, you, you, you got single coverage every time. All this different shit, like, you're the best player because you were better than anybody on the team before that, before you got there. But like as an individual player, but like they'd be here probably without. Like they don't need you in a sense. Like it's just they need him. Trust me. Horny. Um, when 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 Houston was doing that um, switching style and taking away a lot of their like plays and sets in that series, they needed someone who could play one on one and ISO and get buckets. I I mean, who's the, who knows? I mean, who knows how they'd be playing and what different adjustments they would have had. You know, it's mean? nice to have that guy Game that can two. get a shot off at any time. Yeah, but they pretty much got two of them. They're the best shooting, best backcourt, best shooting backcourt ever. Steph can't get a shot. I mean, when he's compromised, yeah. But I mean, when he's healthy, Clay, he can't get Clay a can't shot create off. though. He's more of a spot up guy. He can't really create. Yeah, but I mean, when you gotta pay so much attention to Steph and the way they move that ball, I mean, and him coming off swings, it seems like he always gets fucking looks. He does. People be be falling asleep on Clay like during the game, like huge. <laughs> and this is the thing too that yo his release is so quick was ordinarily not a good look for somebody like that. Shit is off his seconds and like two like off his hands and like two point five, bro. It's, it is. It's a fucking. It's amazing. It is. It is. But um. I feel like also with with KD, I just feel like Oakland just checked all the boxes. And all, and lifestyle, you know what I mean. He ain't got to import pussy no more, Ace. That's that's a huge savings. It it is because you definitely probably got it. I, I yo, I haven't been to Oklahoma City. Maybe we need to do some traveling through the Midwest, see what type of milfies is out there, and anything like. I just that, feel you like know what I mean? like he spent nine years in Oklahoma City, like. God bless them, because I don't want to spend nine minutes in Oklahoma City. No offense to Oklahoma City. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yo, remember, he was getting committed before he signed his agreement, announced it on Twitter. He's the small-town, quiet guy. That's who we wanted to be, you know? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And when it comes to lifestyle, I don't really like those arguments too much, because especially during the season, like, you're gone half the time. Like, you're not even there. That How much time do they spend in the city that they fucking playing? You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, so, after practice on a Tuesday, like, he, he's done this. He's met up with the Google co-owner of Google and had lunch. When he's in Oklahoma City, you can't do that after practice. Nah, but you could do that 
playing for the Clippers, though, with you and Chris Paul. But, but, but what they, they said he was a, what they called him a bitch then, too. <laughs> like, you had to join Chris Paul's team. Nah, that's not. See, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been the same thing, though. Like, you're still, you're, you're, you're joining a better squad to take down the Warriors and go after LeBron. You're not going to join the people that, like, I can't beat them, we'll join them type shit. Like, bro, where's your cojones, I got, I, got, I got a theory bro. for you. I got a theory for it. I think you're going to like this. I don't know all right, you, all right, I'm ready. I don't know if you pay attention to the interwebs. But interwebs. yeah, the, the, the worldwide interweb, it's pretty oh, yeah, popular. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but intranet. Yeah. That, that as well. Um, there's dark holes you can climb in the internet. Um, and there's a story that came out. Rumor has it. The man that used to date LeBron's mom in Miami, the rapper, former rapper, whatever he does. Right. Yeah, he's saying LeBron James and Beyonce had sexual relations. Okay. Whoa, whoa, that must have been a really dark hole you climbed in. It, it, it actually was like a major news story I saw the other day on Twitter. Um, but anyways, he's put out a book. Apparently, that's what he said in this article. Anyway, follow me on this. Wow. Follow me on this. Okay. Beyonce is with married to who, sir? Uh, Jay-Z, hope to God. Okay. What is Jay-Z run, sir? Uh, Rock Nation. Who is Rock Nation's number one athlete, sir? Um, I don't Kevin know. Kevin Durant, sir. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it is Kevin Durant. Yep, you're right. Could Jay-Z have sent Kevin Durant to the Golden State Warriors to take down LeBron James and make sure he never gets another title? How dare you because, fuck Beyonce? Wow. The plot thickens. I think you can only get these wow. theories on ground and pound. I think so, too, because we, we, we come with that heat, them them hot takes. Yeah. Them hot takes. That shit was just too hot, bro. I don't even... I really feel like I just tapped into some Illuminati shit. I really feel like this podcast is in serious trouble getting canceled because I might have just... I just might have tipped the hand of something major. You might have crawled down the wrong fucking dark hole, bro. Like, what the fuck type of sites you be? I don't, don't, I want plausible denial. Don't tell me no more. Okay. Don't tell me no more. You didn't hear nothing. That ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you about to have the agency coming for motherfuckers. Um, everyone listening, just get that men in black thingy and just men in black thingy yourself so you don't know anything. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that. Like, stare into the fucking the fucking uh, heat iron on the fucking oven or something. Something. You'll figure it out. Until I forget shit. Yeah. You're a smart guy. Yeah. I know too much. Damn, man. I wish I could. I need to I need to forget what you just told me. That That's crazy. I think you need to hit that Malibu yow some more. That That's crazy word. I mean, and what if he find out what what I did with Beyonce? We really gonna be canceled. Yeah. Because in my mind, I do so many things with Beyonce that is, yeah, I think it's not even appropriate for this podcast. I think you're saying too much. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. He might try to suck my brain out or some crazy shit. Yeah, it's just getting pretty weird though. Very weird, and and it's pretty weird too. I thought I thought LeBron's mom only fucked with 
like basketball players and shit, like teammates and shit. No, she was when he was in Miami. I know he was. She was fucking with a a, a rapper down there, and like LeBron and him got pictures and stuff. I remember this years ago when he was on the Heat. Wow. I know, like, doesn't she know better? Like, you gotta, like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why, like, Jay-Z and Beyonce weren't at LeBron's wedding and LeBron wasn't at their wedding. Wow. Yeah. You getting deep into some shit right now. I feel like this is like a TMZ podcast right now. This is fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean. The fucking rumor mill. I don't even know if TMZ dived into this yet. You know, this is this is exclusive. Yeah. Did they find out, though, what TMZ need to find out, too? We need to find out if this quote was really true, that Kevin Durant really wanted Trey Young on their team because he thinks he's cute. I mean, yeah. That that, that was that was a little weird. Like, you know, with all the Me Too stuff going on right now, bro, like, come on, bro. Like, you kind of seem uncomfortable in the workplace. Like, bro, you can't be like you want. So you want this guy to get a job because of his looks? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? So you're just undermining his ability and education and everything? It, it, this, that's like sexual harassment. That is that is kind of like sexual harassment, and um, yeah, and, and in no way do, not do we shit. do we support sexual harassment. Nope. So we need KD suspended for a whole year. I feel like that's a little excessive. Whole year. The whole year. Other people losing their jobs and careers, bro. You see what they did to Bill Cosby and shit, bro. This Me Too shit is real, bro. Matt, Matt, Matt fucking Coward. What the fuck? Matt Lauer, the fucking dude from the Today Show and shit, bro. They got him too, bro. Like, ain't nobody safe, bro. And you out here trying to rub dude curly little hair and shit, little Oklahoma dude. Like, is he even legal, KD? We, yo, we gotta look into this shit, bro. Like, yeah, I'm, I might write a strongly worded email to your congressman, to the commissioner, and maybe Congress too, but they ain't gonna do shit. I really feel like if you wanna put real pressure, on the commissioner in the NBA, there's only one man to write. Who's that? Donald Trump. He don't put he don't put pressure on the NBA though. I'm saying he's been putting pressure on the NFL, and I feel like if he wanted to put pressure on the NBA, he could do it. I don't know though. They don't really they don't really give a fuck about him. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I feel like the NBA's fan base is a little more liberal than than the NFLs. I, I will say this. All those corporations pouring money into the NBA Finals commercials, same conservatives that do it for the NFL. True that. <laughs> money talks that. and bullshit walks. True that. <laughs> we'll say that. So, you know, I feel like, you know. But I feel like his base more. Yeah, his base is not really uh, guys that watch the NBA. Yeah, not, not as much, yeah. But uh, yeah. and that's why he hasn't really went at the NBA because he's just like I don't really give a shit. Fuck you guys. Yeah, and I think too he goes at the NFL a little bit because he's slighted because they wouldn't let him in too. Yeah, then that he had the whole USL team, USFL team, and that he he destroyed that league. And there's been a documentary about that in ESPN. Yeah, so he's really like fuck fuck you guys. But he's a, he's a great businessman, you know. I mean, he's been bankrupt many times, but he's a great businessman. Don't worry about it. 
Yeah. Don't worry about it. Fucking, fucking phenomenal. He's fucking really smart. He's a really smart guy because he became president. And he, I don't know what his real talent is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, talking, saying that he's smart. So uh, I, I don't, I don't know, because he's not a good talker either. Yeah. This shit's kind of weird. He's really not good at anything except saying you're fired. Yeah, that's about it. And wearing like a bad fucking tan and hair. I want to give you a random Donald Trump fact that you that. might not even know, sir. What's that? He is a member of a Hall of Fame. Yeah, what Hall of Fame is that? The Wrestling Hall of Fame. For real, though? Oh, yeah, he was on WWE a couple of times on that shit. Yeah, they uh, right. had WrestleMania 4 and 5 at the Trump Plaza. He is part of... Oh, I did. oh that's why. Okay. Yeah, he's... I didn't know that. He's either. in the Hall of Fame. Know what, know what else? He, no, I did um, just remember something that he does, does do well. He makes some pretty good fucking ties, bro. His fucking ties is pretty good. They was like long and shit. He does like, have I nice power ties. Trump ties. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Big, I can't you can't you can't take that away from him. I fuss with his ties. Big up to your power and, tie and I don't give a fuck what he says or has said. Like I'm not giving up my fucking ties. They're fucking nice ties, all right? Yeah. Like you fuck kiss my ass, all right? Fuck. And that. we're not giving up like, our Starbucks you know? either. Exactly. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking caramel macchiato all day. They write my name Mike on the cup just like everybody else. They don't write black Mike, not that the one I go to. They write Mike G. Exactly. And the G stands for God. You already know. And they stand for gangster, stand for glory, stand for gorilla, and ground and pound. Ground and pound. Ground and pound, man. I'm telling you, yo. No, yo, LeVar Ball, man, this dude is. Dude is crazy. I mean, I gotta start living my life like LeVar Ball, though. I need that type of like faith and, and, and belief in myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what you're saying is you believe you can beat Michael Jordan in basketball. And LeBron James. Just kill him. Kill him. So who can't you beat at basketball? No one, apparently. I'm, un- I'm fucking undefeated. I'm fucking 270, benching 500 pounds with a 48-inch vertical. You feel me? I thought he had a 48-inch vertical. That's what I said. Yeah, 48, bro. Don't, don't, don't get my shit misconstrued. Fucking 48-inch vertical. That seems like a pretty high vertical. 270 with a 48-inch vertical. And, and bench 500. Benching 500. <laughs> Yo, yeah, just the, the character that he's built in his mind of himself is, this shit's pretty comical, dude. Like, like, he's fucking Clark Kent in his mind, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you fucking leaps over buildings in a single bound and shit, like, fuck and out of here. Don't forget dad of the year. Yeah, he's a dad of the fucking year. And apparently, he said that his three sons with Lonzo at the point, Jello at the two, and, and Melo at the three would be unbeatable. They just need two rebounders. That's it. Yeah, just two rebounders. I mean, everyone just needs two rebounders, really. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, yeah. A lot of teams need a lot more than that. The Lakers need a lot more than that. They need a lot more than Jello and Melo too. And two rebounders. Don't forget the rebounders, bro. Yeah. Like, yo, really, bro? You like you? I mean, I would, I would give him this. I, I love his, his belief in his sons. I mean, we talked about that. That's that's great. You know what yeah. I mean? Like on a real note, but. You know, some of the shit I've seen him say this week, you know, to, you know, his son did that 10 7 7. He wasn't horrible, you know, but I mean, he wasn't. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan. And all the shit that you were saying, you know what I mean? I'm not a big fan myself. Hey, you kind of need to just quiet down on the boisterousness for a minute. Hey, bro, you kind of, yeah, you know I mean, you kind of got showed up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, work on your free throws, Lonzo. Make some yeah. free throws. Yeah. Forty-three percent. Yeah. Has you, Shaq ever shot that low? Probably not. And I highly fucking doubt it. That was damn near a rhetorical question. You didn't even have to answer that. I was just saying. Yeah. What, what the fuck? I mean, but Shaq was dominating people. So like, if he if he did shoot forty-three percent, I'd let it slide. You know, yeah. For all the rest of the shit. Yeah. Like, but. Hey man, this is interesting. Will we be doing this for the second time in what four years? Trading away the second pick? Yeah, trade him away. And get draft? get something good for him now. Get him up out of there. Get him up out of there before another season comes. And you have a bad season. And they be like, "Yo, he really doesn't have any potential." Yeah, I mean, he he can do some things, but I'm I'm just not a big fan. You know. I wish this, him the best. This is the thing, though, man, that that's up with LeVar Ball. And maybe this is part of his plan, why he's like just appeared back on all the networks this week, talking crazy again, right? Is it, it like I've seen him being mentioned in a potential deal to bring Kawhi to L.A. and all this jazz. Yeah. Man, you think San Antonio about to put up with his shit? Fuck no. Yeah, you know I mean, him and the media criticizing Pop and shit, like, bro. Well, you can't you can't criticize Pop. He's trying to sabotage the deal. Yeah, I bet he is because he do, he don't want to go to San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. This is this. I just kind of just had that epiphany. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world. But speaking of fathers, you know what I mean. Father's yeah. Day is coming up. Yeah, Father's Day weekend for show. And you are a father. Yes, sir. I just kicked it off at, at my uh, daughter's recital, which was a great Father's Day gift for many reasons. For one, as my youngest son said, she was perfect. She was just outstanding. But yeah, um, I was also in like Mill Central. Like, yeah, you know I mean, there's a lot of there's just it's just a ton of just too many mills. At the, at the dance recital and a lot of them are former dancers they're flexible you yeah. know what I mean flexibility is key yeah it is and I and I actually witnessed the MILF of the year MILF, MILF of the year I mean that's high praise I mean there's a lot of MILFs out here there was like an instructor came out and did a choreographed step while like holding her one year old baby that is an impressive feat of athleticism that that was fucking impressive, yo. Like she she's the fucking one. She's she won it. She's the winner. She fucking so, like won. what you're saying is she now she's taking over the, the number one spot for all milfies in the world. It, yeah, like somebody got to live up. Like Beyonce gonna have to come out with the twins on each shoulder or some shit. 
and hit the hit the shit. You know what I mean? And but but she can do that. I I, I trust and believe in B. You know what I mean, there ain't nothing that she can't do. Yo, speaking of B, though, yo, I might mention this. Like, you know what I mean? Is Jay still here carrying on? I thought they had made up and anything, but residual effects from like Ether and shit. Like, him and Beyonce just dropped a joint album uh, in the beginning of what's supposed to be Esco yeah. season. Yeah. It's supposed to be the beginning of the Esco season. I mean, I just had got four four tracks through the seven of the new Nas album, which is fucking fucking phenomenal. Um, yeah, the four tracks that I got you so far. That shit just make me want to fucking pick up a microphone. Goddamn, this shit is fucking awesome. But uh, yeah, so and, and I'm I'm taking it. They probably dropped it on title because I can't fucking find it in the fucking Apple iTunes yet. It's probably not going to be on there for like another two weeks or something, which fucking blows. But, uh, yeah, I'm anxious to see what the fuck this is going on. And, uh, I mean, Kanye's on a fucking uh, little roll right now. I mean, that's what that's what Kanye does. Yeah. But I, I really feel like, you know, Jay Z and Beyonce is just like, we got this album done. We got to drop it because, you know, like people leak shit out early. So they're like, fuck it, just put it out. Yeah. Cause, like, Maybe, it's... but it's ironic, though. Like, I mean, like a surprise album two days out. Like, not nah, a nah shit just dropped yesterday. You know yeah. what I mean? Yesterday, I'm seeing a social media blowing up, all these posts, congratulating, talking about the album, all that shit. And then, boom, next day, though. Well, Nas's album was kind of a surprise too, though. Yeah, it was. So, like, this could be like they planned to drop it today, and then like Nas album caught them off guard. Like, oh shit, Nas album dropped yesterday. Yeah. You know, so not, it's, not, so not, poor it, planning. So is it some Kanye one upsmanship? You know, sometimes you got to one up Kanye. You know, because uh-huh. he's like a voice of a generation, You're making America great again. He's trying to, you know, he, he he's he's living for the people. Speaking of which, did you see Dennis Rodman in the Make America Great Again hat, like crying and shit about? No, how he um, couldn't go home and shit. I, I haven't seen Dennis Rodman probably since like he was in the Laker uniform. It, yeah, I hadn't either, but this shit just popped up last week, bro. I'm I'm gonna share it on the motherfucking ground and pound page so you can see it. I mean. Usually, I mean, I'm pretty compassionate, you know. Usually, if a grown big ass six eight man crying, it's probably something serious. But man, that shit was funny as hell, bro. <laughs> He's looking stupid as shit. Like I couldn't go home. Yeah, Dennis has had quite a quite a uh, couple decades here. Apparently, you see receiving like death threats. For, I don't I, because he was crying and like you know people be trying to fucking talk and cry at the same time you kind of like yo slow down bro like I don't know like I I feel you I'm trying to feel for you but I don't know the fuck you just said you know yeah. <laughs> you fucking got snot all in your mouth and shit bro calm down so I don't know if it was because you know he was a supporter of North Korea for a minute you know what I mean and I'm cool with you know young Lil Kim yeah Lil Kim and anything or 
or because you know he supports Trump and is cool with Trump, but it may be the combination of the two. He's receiving like death threats and shit like that. I mean, don't kill Dennis Rodman. Yeah, you don't but, deserve it, man. You got that big ass wedding gowns and shit. You be wearing, bro. You better be packing underneath that shit. You gonna fit a big ass pit pistol underneath that shit. Fifty cal under your wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> Pound, ground and pound listeners do not be coming for Dennis Rodman. Nah, it wouldn't be a ground and pound listener. We ain't coming for Dennis Rodman. We fucking yeah. love Dennis Rodman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Let, let, let Dennis Rodman try to live his best life. Yeah. You know? And personally, but, I don't want to see uh, Dennis Rodman with a made America Grey hat on it. I don't want to see him with any hat on. I want to see his fucking what he got going on under the, the fucking hat. Maybe like all them chemicals in his hair done fucked his hair up and he ain't got no hair no more. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's why he has the hat on. I doubt it though. Who knows? Maybe he's Robin with the baldy would be fucking weird. Yeah. He probably looked like fifty cent in that badass fucking movie that he played tried to play that cancer patient too. I, I I've seen bits and parts of that, yeah. Yeah. I just seen the pictures of him looking really stupid in the fucking hospital bed. Yeah. But he, he, he lost all that weight for that movie. So uh, big ups to your dedication, 50. Yeah, big ups. Him and Ja Rule was like throwing shots at each other on social media. Ja Rule posted that shit saying that how 50 thought he was going to win the Oscar for that shit. And it went straight to BET. <laughs> yeah. And then 50 just has to say, you don't even got no movies, bro. He did too. He had that movie with Steven Seagal. <laughs> you remember you? you yeah. know how, many year, how many years ago was that though? It's oh shit, man. I don't know. I think it was pretty bad. The only thing I remember was he was in a movie. Scarlet. He was in another movie too uh, about about a cookout. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, was he wasn't bad. a good actor either. Yeah, he he's a little delusional. He said like "Loose Change" was one of the best uh, uh, battle songs ever. Like this yeah. tracks. I mean, one day we might have a, a debate about the best battle tracks of all time, but I doubt either one of us is going to say Loose Change. Yeah, that shouldn't even go before. I, I had to think for a minute when you mentioned it. Like, what the fuck was that? I don't even remember it. Yeah, you know, what the That's fuck? How... I got some Loose Change in my pocket, but I mean, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I thought Clap Back was kind of his response, even though. Like I mean, it was a decent record, but for a disc record, like, but you didn't even say shit. Like, it was just a song, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it wouldn't be my top fifty. I mean, I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's saying a lot. Yeah, but um, I do have a question here for you for Father's Day. Yeah. Um, from Fawcett underscore Matt, what is your favorite father's memory? Or your experience as a dad? Favorite father's memory or experience as a dad? Man. You're a dad. Yo, that's that's fucking tough, man. Because you have so many of them. I, I guess I'd have to say maybe the birth of my, uh, my first son, you know, because that kind of started it. That was the beginning. And everything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my wife had to go in a little early because her fluids was low. And so we were like in the hospital for two days straight, just listening to his heart on this monitor. 
which I mean, the sound of your kid's heart at first is like, you know, ooh, wow, oh, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of warming. But after two days of listening to that monitor, you're like, yo, get your ass out here already. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, seriously, yeah. they've been putting this inducing platusin shit up in your mom's for two days and you're supposed to get the fuck out here. And I know your son was born in May, correct? Yeah, May 2nd. Right? You, I know what's going on in May, the NBA playoffs. Like, you might be missing basketball due to this this birth that hasn't happened yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm like, come on out, bro. You don't know what you're missing. You in here yeah. playing around, doing flips and shit. So you're by missing the LeBron day, game. By that third day, when he came around, I was like, fucking, yeah. <laughs> fucking great. Took him for that first ride home. Yeah. To that, that uh, Lauren Hill album. Great album. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Classic. And I just felt Zion in a whole nother fucking way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I got to say it was that, but I mean, I'm I'm a proud dad. Um, love love my kids to death, so there's, there's always new moments. New experiences yeah. Yeah. every day. I just had the recital. It was great. It was awesome. That was a great dad day. Yeah. So. Dads out there, love your kids. Yeah. Some yeah. Yeah, shout outs to the real dads out there too, you know. Yeah. But we get a lot. Of, we get a lot of flack from you know some of the deadbeats that's been out here. But and I know a lot of good dads, man. I really. Yeah. Do. I, I really do. Lavar so. Ball being one of them. I mean, he's a good dad. Yeah. You know, he's there. I mean, so what? He's a, a rational confidence guy. I mean, yeah. There's a rational confidence guys everywhere. You know. Exactly. We might need the blood test. Uh, Jay Yardo. He could be Lavar's son. He might be. I mean, he's th- there's a lot of irrational confidence guys in the league. I mean, he might father them all. I know. Yeah, LeVar Ball might be the godfather of the irrational confidence guy. He's definitely up there. He's yeah. in, he's in the irrational guy power rankings. For sure. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's definitely top five that are alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, we have another question for LL Cool Ace. Uh, here. Yeah. Um, this is from at suicidal. Um, why do men go ghost on females? Man, because they switch it up, man. You know, they, it up. they, they be switching it up, you know, they be trying to get you and they be, you know, trying to, you know, do a, you know, do anything to, to get you, you know, in the mix. But then, you know, it goes south, and they be like, you know, nah, I was just kind of giving you a little about what, what you want so you could come to want what I have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like that Jedi mind trick shit, and you was like, you got to get out before you be in the sunken place. And then you fucking castrate it, and you lost your whole shit. You know? It sounds very complicated, actually. It, it is. They are. You know, but yeah. that's why I'm a, a cool ace, you know, because I'm something like a motherfucking genius. So, you know, complicated for most, no sweat. You know what I mean? For me. That, that's just, that's what you do on a weekend. That's what, yeah, exactly. That's why I love the ladies and that's why they love me, you know? Yes. And um, here's another one at Kim Little 84 wants to know, what are your thoughts about being in an open relationship? Oh, Kim Little, Kim, um, 
I mean, hey, it depends on the on the people. Whatever works for for them, you know. I'm kind of the mindset like Kanye said before. You know, love's kind of cursed by monogamy. So I'm I'm for open love and everything, you know. Yeah. But it's gonna take a lot of communication, time, and understanding. So I mean, but you know, to each his own. Teach his own. The Teach power of love, own. people. Exactly. But, I mean, if you are in an open relationship or aren't and you openly want to, like, get me to us, you know what I'm saying? I want to botch, you know? Yeah. Except for if you marry. I don't, really, I don't, I don't fucking want to marry women, you know? Yeah. Because motherfuckers will go next level over their wives. Like, motherfuckers is definitely trying to kill you over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. motherfucker might be upset about that girl. You know what I'm saying? They might want to fight you. Motherfucker's gonna try to kill you over there. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, yeah. No pussies worth dying for. Exactly. Ain't no pussy good enough to get burnt while I'm up in it. Or just die. You know? Yeah. I feel you. But it I ain't see. no fun if the homies ain't had up. Oh shit! I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to knock that doggy style after I, I put this Nas album down. Yeah, it's classic. You know, classic let's material. take it back. Let's take it back. I was listening to that the other day, and I was like, "Yo, you know, reciting all the words," and I'm like, "Y'all probably shouldn't have been listening to this at nine. Yeah, that might have influenced some of my ways. Yeah, um, I remember I got the Chronic album and Doggy Style, right? And my mom found me listening to him and was like, yeah, you can't have these and try to take them away from me, right? Yeah. And was mad at my dad because my dad got them for me. Right? Yeah. So, but then my dad, he gave them back to me. Then my mom found out and then she was mad at him again and took them away and then hit him. And it was many years before I got them back again. <laughs> That's a fucking great story. <laughs> like, how the fuck did you buy these for him? What the fuck's wrong with you? And like, remember the like the the CD booklet for the Snoop Dogg album, like uh, yeah. So it was kind of just telling. You can't even kind of be like, I didn't know it was gonna be. It's like, dude, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. look at the cover. Yeah, my mom didn't even hear any of the words. She just looked at the freaking artwork and was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" And then one's called the Chronic. Yeah, yeah. With Mary Jane <laughs> leaves. Yeah, all openly all exposed all on the CD co- album all itself. That shit. Yeah, yeah. The reason I had them because I I didn't I was they wasn't bought for me, but my uh, my dad had them both. Yeah, you know what I mean? so you're right, right with your dad and shit. You know, yeah. I didn't really get it then, though. I mean, what the fuck they were talking but about? But subconsciously, you, know, you knew. Tune. Yeah, until mm-hmm. a few years later, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. I like this even more now. Yeah, I got one more question for you, buddy. Yeah. This comes from an Eagles fan named Jack. And he wants ah, to know. Ah, ah, ah. Bird gang. Okay. Bird gang. Had to do my bird call. Had to get one off. Yep. He wants to know if you can please provide sound advice to Eagles fans to help them from keeping from smelling their own farts after winning the Super Bowl. Nah. I can't. Our farts don't fucking stink. We have fucking marvelous farts right now. Like, we're not trying to hear shit from nobody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you got a cowboy a fan as a friend, go to his fucking house and just let one rip. Fuck it. As soon as you walk in the door, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? 
So you're saying it's like crop dust everybody. Yeah, it's it's everybody, especially them though, because they was the main ones when you bring up the fact that they won two playoff games since what ninety five, I don't know, twenty five years or some god awful shit. Oh, at least we got a Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 we got one too, bitch. <laughs> yeah, crop dust, everybody, bird seed everywhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fucking yeah. throw batteries, boost Santa Claus. Fucking everything. Yeah. Go for crazy. Yeah. Put on your Donovan McNabb jersey while doing it. Yeah. Put your D McNabb jersey on and go crazy. I can't wait till fucking opening night, bro. You just you just got just restarted the fire. You just reignited the NFL fire in me. I just Yeah. Ah. Did you did you see that um old Eagles uh um worker that got fired by Chip Kelly got a ring too? Nah, I didn't see that. He should have. Everybody that got she was by uh, Chip Kelly. She was an assistant for, like, the head coach for, like, 30 years there for the Eagles. Like, worked for Andy Reid. And then a couple years ago, Chip Kelly just fired her. Yo, Chip Kelly's fucking – he's the fucking evil dude. He's the type of dude yeah. that, like, hates puppies. She was the ones that put, like, uh the, the, the plays, like, on the plays together for, like, that week's game plan or something for the coach. That's what she did. And she yeah. loved the flea flicker. That was her favorite play. And she was texting uh, the coach of the Eagles, Peterson, throughout the playoffs, like, you running the flea flicker this week, coach? <laughs> and, you know, she was the reason that Tory Smith play in the, in the NFC title game was in, in the playbook. That's what I'm talking about. Did and they she, give her uh, a job back, though? No, they didn't get the job back. I, I think she's got another job now, but she posted pictures of her ring the championship yeah. ring on uh, social media, and it's a really dope ring. Well, hopefully she had a fucking good pension or some shit if you've been there for 30 years. I mean, you shouldn't be yeah. working anywhere, probably, right? Yeah. Just be chilling out watching Eagles games. She actually looked like um, a Milfy. Uh, that was, she probably, if she was working for 30 years, she's probably a Gilfie. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, those those are Gilfies. But they but they out here, especially with people having children at such young ages. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a grandma's not what it used to be. Like you used to yeah. think of grandma, you think of oh it was like grandma. You might be hair. like forty nowadays. The golden girls, exactly. Yeah. You, you got forty year old, thirty five year old grandmas out here. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yo. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, you're not a grandfather yet, thank God. Nah. And I'm not. I don't plan on being for for a very long time. I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. <laughs> fucking kill somebody. I just see some one of my boys, old friends from high school, post on Facebook how he just like built some um, burner Instagram accounts to spy on his children. <laughs> Hashtag things you have to do when you have girls. I'm like, great idea, bro. Hashtag. Thank you, Brian Colangelo. Yeah, because I'm on that shit. Yeah. I'm so how many burner? How many burner accounts do you have right now, bro? Uh, I just got like three accounts. Yeah, uh, no, uh, yeah. yeah, I think three. Yeah, we 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 definitely need to get you your burner account game up. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I need one for like, uh, fucking social escorts. Yeah, and you need and and you need other people to spy as well. You need spies out here, cause uh, yeah. And then I need I need a burner account to spy on all my burner accounts. Yeah. Sometimes these shits get out of hand, and if one of them get hacked, and then it's like, 
And, All right, bro. I did some shit on this burner account, but if this shit gets caught up, I didn't do that shit. You know. And we need to get like, like some secret service espionage shit, and have like a kid be undercover at the school with your kids. Yo, I'm with you. <laughs> you know I'm what with you there. Like, take us to that next level. Yeah, I wonder if they got them like Android spy box or something. Little Android spy box. I'm I'm sure somebody's got some somewhere. That shit. You know what I mean? Like, if we can think it up, like someone can do it. Or I'm gonna tip off the like uh, school security dude. Like, yo, keep an extra eye on. You know what I mean? Yeah, right there. Yeah, any boy you see is around my daughter or talking to my daughter. Detention him. Pull him in the office immediately. You got detention. Get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. Don't. She's off limits. Off limits. Yeah, but she's she's in the middle of two brothers. You know what I'm saying? That's very protective. So I'm gonna have some help. You know what I mean? I really feel like I really feel like B Money will tackle somebody. Yeah, he he will. You know, he don't play that shit. But but Jizzle M Jizzle don't play neither. Bothers you know. She, okay. She said one day I think she was in kindergarten. She had some little boy in her class that that was her boyfriend. He cut that shit out quick. Like you do not have a boyfriend, Jordan. Stop saying that. You know, they like fuck that. Then he rolled yeah. over to me like that. I don't like this kid. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, that's why you my man, yo. Yeah. You gotta fuck some people up. You gotta fuck them up. Yeah. Gotta ground and pound that ass. Ground and pound. 